0: Tom Alexander, the founder of Alexander Trading, LLC, joins us this morning to dive into what we've seen this week in terms of some of the price activity and commodities. Tom, welcome. Good to have you with us. Before good morning. We, good morning. Good morning to you. Before we get into the technicals and some of the levels you've got your eye on, I want to talk about uh, what we've seen in terms of some of the intraday volatility and in price activity in markets over the last couple weeks and months, beginning of the year for that matter. Limited follow-through uh, since coming off the October lows this market, the indices, the dollar I just pointed out, relatively contained for the most part on the bigger picture. Until we take out the August highs or the extreme lows from last fall, I mean, is contained a good word to use to describe price activity we're seeing on the bigger
1: picture? I think it is, and, and you know this, Ben, everything is tethered to what the uh, the Fed is doing. Actually, everything is tethered to what people think the Fed is doing, and there <laughs> seems like to be a, a big disagreement as to exactly what they're doing, what they've done, why they've done it, and what they're going to do next. I, it, it's fascinating to watch. I'm glad I'm not a macro trader. <laughs> uh, but that's, what, that's what's – I mean, it's across the board, too. It's not just equities or interest rates. It's metals. It's uh, resources. It's fascinating to watch, the do- obviously the dollar, as you point out
0: yeah in terms of being glad you're not a macro trader i mean this has been a a a couple months worth of head fakes to the upside to the downside and as i just pointed out i mean if we could just pull this chart up again here i want to just stress this point and let me just maximize this so we can see here's what i'm looking at the highs from august 4,300, the lows from october 35 and everything tom within this range as you like to call it is just noise
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know most price activity is random. yeah and and uh, it's regressive, but it's random and regressive around value. And the market is in the process of trying to determine what value is right now. So you have these incredibly wild week to week swings and and look at a chart of the Dow over the past two months, Ben. I mean, it's just nuts.
0: You know, Tom, you talk about random price activity. I want to clarify that for our viewers. Uh, And as I talk about these ranges, right, 43 to 35, there's probably a lot of people with, uh, you know, springs and washers coming out of their ears going, what do you mean we're in a chop, we're random, we're contained? I mean, there's a ton of opportunity within this wide range trade. But uh, again, along those lines, price activity, when it's random, we kind of think of it as random when you're seeing that overlapping and rotational type price activity versus a price activity that's a lot less random and exhibiting high conviction where you're seeing vertical. vertical type move, right? You're seeing higher highs and higher lows, or lower lows and lower highs. But in the range, we're seeing, again, a lot more rotational and overlapping type price activity.
1: Right. You know, you you mentioned some of the other commodities, and I, I think we were maybe going to talk about natural gas. But natural gas is the antithesis of what we're seeing in the equity markets right now. Natural gas is just as vertical as a market ever gets. And it's quite frankly, that's more rare than what we're seeing in, in uh, say, the indices and some of the other markets. Because, you know, efficient markets facilitate trade, and they're more two-sided in a given range. And, it, you know, the natural gas is just a vertical straight down line at the moment, it's pretty. It, it's also very quite interesting to watch.
0: We've got the chart up here, Tom, if we could pull this uh, uh, look here again at the daily time frame in terms of the move we've seen from 10 to 2.30, I mean, it has been a textbook example, Tom, not only of what you were just talking about in terms of the vertical versus the overlapping rotational or the horizontal phase, but also, Tom, you always teach about the transition between the two, right? And the beauty of this method and this these, these ideas, these concepts, these principles is that there's only two phases so it helps in terms of simplicity as I look at this you've got overlapping rotational price activity around the well we'll call it the nine dollar range you get a high conviction trade to the downside throughout September October we kind of bottom out in the middle of October and then look a bit more rotational and sideways around 650 and then here we're on a high conviction trade to the downside throughout the new year into the new year but look at this even now most recently we transitioned into a bit more rotational you can see around 250 well trying to break out here in now seeking value at a lower level again. But this really speaks to the trend, and it does speak to the two phases of development is here as well in the transition between the two, sometimes more easily defined than others. Hey, speaking of contained, crude oil, I mean, a little bit of a different scenario than what we're seeing in terms of natural gas, right? We've been talking for a while about 70 to 83. One could argue 93 to 70. But either way, I mean, we've established a bit of a range nowhere near as vertical as what we've seen in terms of natural gas.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, and crude is right in the middle of several ranges, actually. I mean, you you have the the, the high back in uh, December, and then the rather dramatic low at the, you know, three or four days later in December. And since then, we've been making a chop. You know, this is a giant balance area. It's a giant consolidation. And we're, you know, we have a lot of conviction today, so we'll see if they're going to test. I would look at 72, somewhere around uh, the low 72 area. Uh, there, there are two separate lows, spike lows there. And then below there, you're down to 70 and and or lower.
0: I want to pull up the weekly time frame here in terms of crude oil because this really helps put things into perspective in terms of the highs that we saw back in, what was it, 2008, the summer of to 150 or just shy. Here's the war on Ukraine. Spike highs up to 130. And look at this in the middle of the range that we saw. Remember when crude went negative? I think that opened everybody's eyes uh, back in 2020. I mean, that was quite the scare. In certain contract months here, you can see the continuous down to 650. But, Tom, talk to us a little bit about gold. That's another contract that's been mostly dollar driven, it seems like, recently. And speaking of contained, I mean, uh, you've got a product that uh, has been very comfortable holding around this 1900 level as of recent. It's below it right now as the dollar's inching up back above 104. But what are you looking at in terms of metals? Let's start with gold.
1: Well, if if you're looking at metals, I mean, gold gold has a proverbial inverted V top. I mean, it topped up there on uh, uh, what was it, the second of this month? It mm-hmm. went straight down. Then you had a little bit of balance, and now we're sort of grinding lower. Uh, you know, there's a broad area from about 1819 down to 1778 where if this market reaches into that area, I think it will be more two sided than it has been. I don't think you're going to, I would be surprised if you see the rate of change that we've seen this month continue to the downside. It's already started to slow somewhat.
0: Uh, a couple looks at gold here in terms of the chart. This is actually a pretty interesting similar chart in terms of what we saw in natural gas, right? You've got a well-defined trend, top left corner to bottom right corner. And again, and this a perfect example here. Let me just sort of zoom in on the move we saw. you got balance that formed up. but There's that top Tom mentioned, 1975. Overlapping and rotational, you can see about 10 or 11 bars of just sideways consolidation. Tom said the word, used the word random. And I think it's important to stress that this is the phase that the market spends the most amount of time in, right, Tom? And then get the vertical phase, only two, three, four bars to the downside before we go horizontal again. That wash-rinse-repeat effect on the way down, just constantly solidifying the working assumption that we're forming value at lower levels, and the market's trending and establishing, uh, you know, basically rewarding the bears in this instance. Talk to us about copper. I mean, this is another instance, Tom, where we've been pointing out here, uh, a market that's been relatively contained, right? You've got five down to three, and here we are for the most part hanging out at four. I mean, we're inching up through four yeah but but on the bigger picture this is a a pretty good reflection of what we've been talking about
1: right it is it's making higher highs and higher lows off the summer low uh you know we had that top that little balance area we broke to the downside and now if you look where we, we we came right down to the breakout point from back in uh january Mm-hmm. And we're building bounds. We have two sided trade there. So I think this 397 area to the downside is important. If you get below there, then you're sort of in that elevator shaft, as mm-hmm. I like to call it, all the way down to about uh, 377 low to 377 to the low 370s. Uh,
0: quick look at copper in terms of uh, that move that I was just talking about. If we could just pull this up, I've got. Well, here you can see it again from well 2020 lows, pandemic lows, around two dollars up to five dollars. That spike was short-lived uh, and uh, came off with uh, quite a vengeance here, down to the three dollar level, We're hanging out right around two. Tom, any other products you've got your eye on before we let you go?
1: Now you pretty much covered everything. I uh, <laughs> well, like it. Good. I'm. I, I'm so seriously. You, know, <laughs> you have that ability, Ben. No. Uh, i'm like everybody else a lot of these markets are rather confusing i'm trying to be patient and pick my spots i like the volatility you got to be careful it's a two-edged sword
0: Yeah, and I think it's important to remind our viewers, as you always uh, uh, taught back in the day, and I think uh, a good reminder that uh, the more granular you get, the more susceptible you get to some of the head fakes. That's why it's important sometimes like this when the market's really driven by headline news just to take a step back and kind of look for that bigger picture-type trend. Tom, appreciate you joining us. Uh, A great look at some markets that should be on our radar. If they're on yours, they will be. Tom Alexander, the founder of Alexander
1: Trading, LLC. Thanks to you, Tom. Have a great weekend.